This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. The greatest mayor oh, of all time. I got enough Rudy of that last night. My, my head is going to get too big. Sid and me. Honorable mentions by uh, the former president and soon-to-be president of the United States last night. The president mentioned me, me a number of times. Very, very nice about being such a very good mayor, he said. And, and then he mentioned Sid a couple of times. I could be indictment-proof right now, you know? I don't think they can do it, Sid. I don't think they can do it. But they stopped it. They heard about it. I think they sent their biggest people. Don't do it! Local DAs, all controlled by the White House. And they think that the threat to democracy, and that's what it is, it's a hoax. It's a new, we call it now, the threat to democracy hoax. Because that's what it is. These guys are so good with misinformation, disinformation. It's a slight difference, you know. You know that, Sid, right? There is a slight difference. If you want, we can talk about it, but let's not bore the audience. And, you know, it was so great to hear the president. I mean, he singled out a bunch of people. You heard the audio there back at Cipriani's on Saturday night. Gavin Wax, the New York Young Republican Club, he pointed at me twice. And Andrew Giuliani and Matt Gates and a lot of Steve Bannon mentions. But a lot of mentions, a lot, for my guy Rudy, who deserved every one, the greatest mayor in the history of not just this city but the country. He was a good man and a really good radio show, 3 o'clock on this station Every weekday afternoon. So, Rudy, as the president kept mentioning you, all he kept thinking about was all these lying liberal networks that say that uh, you and the president don't get along and he raises money for you, but he does it begrudgingly. Clearly, that's not the case. No, of course it's not the case. And, you know, it's the product, and there's a lot of that, you know. It's the product, again, of the left-wing media. They, They create problems within. Because it's, I have to hate to say it, but I mean it's part of the Marxist playbook. Uh, separate your enemy, and uh, they do that constantly. Uh, they used to do it in the Bush administration, but they're constantly creating. I remember when Steve Bannon was in there. Every day they were doing a, a fight between him and Steve, and I, I after a while I got worried. I said, "Are you fighting?" <laughs> they started laughing at me. Uh, when I was his lawyer, you can't believe the things they made up. They had him throwing stuff at a woman in a room who was eight blocks away on a telephone uh, uh, going over uh, questions and answers with us. Uh, she wasn't even – there wasn't even a single woman in the room. There were four men. And the, and the, the president lost his temper, and he threw papers at Jane. A totally made-up story. So, you know, you, you learn to live with it. We, uh, we've never had a moment of being separated. We've spent time – a lot of time together, a lot of time apart. Just by nature of things, when things are going on. But right now, I probably talk to him twice a week. Uh, I see him every 
two weeks, three weeks, um, and have a very, I mean, as close as ever. Oh, I heard it. I saw it. I mean, if you were sitting there Saturday night, uh, no one provoked him to do it, and he did it. I got to tell you, folks, three or four times, he, you know, he would bring up Rudy. Then he'd, hey, Matt Gay, take Steve Bannon. Then he would talk about his campaign. Then he'd go back to Rudy. And he would do it, uh, like I said, he must have done it three or four times. And before I get to your day in Georgia yesterday, which is ridiculous, I do want to say that I've seen him speak a million times, obviously, but watching him live for those 65 minutes, Rudy, on Saturday night, I just got the impression this guy is so confident he's able to joke all the Biden impressions, even the jokes about uh, the guy from North Korea. But at the same time, he's delivering a really important message for folks here and folks abroad. He is so ready to do this again. I thought he was brilliant on Saturday night. Yeah, he's on. He's really on. You know, I, I've watched him now since uh, 2016. I spent five week, months with him in 2016. I listened to the beginning of that speech when he first gave it. Uh, it's obviously a very different speech now. But he's, uh, he's in the command now. And, and, you know, even the confidence is a good confidence, not a false confidence. He'll tell you, look, I'm, 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 I'm very confident I'm going to win this, and I'm running like I'm behind. And it, is he? I mean, he's out three, four times a day sometimes. He's on the phone constantly. He's planning constantly. If he isn't doing that, he's taping. Uh, there isn't a waking moment that doesn't go into getting reelected president. And really for us, he's driven by the fact that it's more important than him right now that he gets elected. And he'll actually say it to you. Yeah. Or, yep. hey, it's more important than me yep. or I'll say you. It's more yep. important than me or you. It's about right. our country. And, and we know it is. That's not bold. That's, that's real. No, it is. He even talks about the indictments. He says, listen, folks. They're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just the guy in the way. So, you know, he took a couple of shots. You're like and, me. Right. Said, you're the same guy. I'm you an, and him. I'm right. Same guy. Right. Uh, this, well, case, this, this case brought against me. I found out yesterday the lawyer in charge of it. I used to represent Burisma and was in a law firm with Hunter Biden. Oh, my God. And these are two women who have no money to speak of. They say it on a witness stand. They must have spent $8 million on their case so far. I have two lawyers. I have me and one lawyer on my table. They have eight. Jeez. Jeez. This is is not a case brought by two women from Georgia. This is a case brought by Joe Biden against me for $40 million. $40 million for defamation, right? In order to hobble me politically. It has nothing to do. And if you ever look at the the, the interrogatories in this case, about half of them had to do with this case. Half of them had to do about things they could discover on Trump and me. So, and it's in the District of Columbia, by the way. I'm not allowed to say anything about the judge. I won't. I'll just tell you it's in the District of Columbia. Unbelievable. So tell me this, because I'm not going to lie, Rudy. I, I, I'm so tired of people attacking you and Trump, because I love both of you. I really do. And even you more, because I know you more personally than Donald. But I'm tired of it, so I don't follow all these accusations, all these lawsuits, all that closely. Don't so bother. I don't. I just don't. So this one, you're, you're in court in Georgia yesterday. You're in court the last couple of weeks. Uh, tell me exactly what is at stake here. This is money, obviously. Uh, what are you looking at? Can you win this? Are you probably going to lose this? What kind of money is at stake here? What's the actual I will, deal? I, I won't tell you if I can win or lose a case. Never do. I'll tell you in the District of Columbia, I think I'd be a first. I'd be the first re- Trump a person to win a criminal or civil case in 
four years since they since they went. Um, I'm not saying this judge now, but I'm saying the court went uh, J6 overboard. Uh, every case lost, including uh, the jury trials. Really? Okay. So, um, you know, you have a chance. You have a chance and people can be fair. And I'm hoping to God we got really fair people. Uh, but if, I, if I'm just giving you an honest assessment of yeah. past practice, the past practice is if it isn't uh, – um, uh, 100 to 1, it's 98 to 1. Okay. So, and, and you know, uh, while we're talking about you, obviously, and what you did in Georgia yesterday, Trump did bring up a couple of times his cases on Saturday night. And I had Alina Haba, Rudy, on the show yesterday. She was actually on the way to court, and uh, she was kind enough to call me. And this is a case where a guy who's a professional shows up and says, listen to me, I've never seen a better a better case of books in my life. This is, if they were teaching how to do it in Econ 101, they would show the Trump books. That's how good they are. And yet, with that testimony and all the evidence that proves beyond the shadow of a doubt, there's no legal issue here. This is all about Letitia James and politics and the judge who hates Trump. The judge refuses to throw this thing out. She knows they're going to lose. They're hoping for something better, maybe in an appeal or when the when the when the case actually moves. What kind of nonsense is that, Rudy? It's what's going on all around the country, and, and what you're talking about. Unfortunately, if you get into a Democrat jurisdiction, is the rule rather than the exception. Uh, they have been they they have been uh, uh, taken into the campaign. The part not, the part of the political process, like they do in third world countries. Where uh, it's just not, I mean, Trump is just not going to get a fair trial. Uh, we'll see about me and we'll see about others, but, you know, so far the, the early cases for like the J6 people, et cetera, et cetera, have certainly not shown a, a, a fair trial. I'm almost, almost embarrassed to say they're not having a fair trial. It's so much worse than that. You know, you're on this show every Tuesday. You're on this week on a Wednesday, Rudy, and uh, you're you're brutally honest. I actually told your son, Andrew, I go, sometimes I'm nervous because I ask your dad some. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because I ask your dad questions. He always answers. He never shies away. He never gives me some nonsense answer. He's brutally honest. And I, the last thing I want is for you to get in trouble. Every week you're on, you sound great. You sound you sound like you, you understand it's all part of the process. But I can't help but think, Rudy, when you're alone at night sometimes, maybe spending an hour on the couch when the Giants were losing, uh, thinking to yourself, what the hell did I do to deserve this? I went to 2,000 funerals when all those cops died on 9-11. I basically brought down the mob when they were shaking down all innocent New Yorkers. What the hell did I do to deserve this? Well, you want a quick answer? I brought down Joe Budd. Give me the re- me, uh, you what, do mean, what, what do you mean you brought down Joe Biden? That you would not have any of this evidence if I hadn't revealed it originally when nobody else would in uh, not the hard drive, that too, but in, uh, in 2019 and 2020. In fact, if you go back to my podcast, they go back four years with almost 60 percent of the information you have now proving a RICO case. Then the hard drive, nobody else would take it. I was the last. I was the last man on the board, and I'm the one who brought it into the New York Post. Notice, I didn't do it as a 
the way the Biden, the way the Biden people do it, weaklings, uh, you know, they have to do it behind as informants. We still don't know who wrote the letter, the, uh, the phony letter on Trump that got him impeached the second time. The guy's too cowardly to come forward. I put my name behind it. Not only did I go put my name behind it, I went on television and radio and spelled out the crimes of Joe Biden. And it, it literally, I don't think there's any doubt about it. You would not be dealing with Joe Biden if nobody else would have brought this out. Agreed. I know of. Yep. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. You did. You actually did. Look at that. Another great thing, Rudy Julio. By the way, again, that's a Georgia case. Uh, like you mentioned, D.C. You know, the D.C. court it was a Georgia case. But you're right. You did that, too. I mean, God, Rudy, what else can you possibly do? Now, I want to go back to your mayor's day, though, because every time you're on, I got to bring up the current mayor who I did see yesterday. Very nice. Very nice. At uh, the DEA holiday party with Paul DiGiacomo. And uh, the most recent numbers have him at 28%. Bill de Blasio never even got that low. And the rumors are, we touched on this last week, that Andrew Cuomo is in position to replace Eric Adams if, in fact, Eric Adams has to leave office. What do you think about that? I think, Eric, uh, look, i got a lot of problems with Eric Adams, too. You have a lot of problems with Eric Adams, but... I think you also realize that there's a desire to, strangest thing, there's a desire to do the right thing and very bad execution. And um, uh, I, I would not, I would not replace him with Andrew. I, I don't, I don't see it. I, I think the man who gets elected to office is entitled to keep that office unless he commits a crime. I was never at 28, but I was at 35, 36. Uh, Bloomberg was at 32, and we turned out pretty well, right? I would say so. Um, <laughs> so uh, th- these things do go up and down, and a, a little bit of it is exaggerated by the the, the 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 crisis. Now he did bring it on himself, but since then he's trying to fix it. So yes. I don't know how to how to look at that. Um, maybe it's better to have somebody there that learned his lesson. At least for now, we have an election coming up. That's when I think we probably should replace him. Not now, not in the middle of his term, and I don't see a, a great improvement. I mean, if Andrew runs it the way he ran the pandemic, oof, uh, oof. I agree. Uh, no, I agree. I, I actually don't. I actually so don't. I would, I, I, no, I, I actually don't dislike. I, I don't dislike Eric Adams personally, but I really, really dislike Andrew Cuomo. He's a scumbag. Well, that's interesting. But I mean, the fact is, I don't see right now. I see smoke. Don't see fire. And I'm not one of those people who says that, meaning that will mean there's a crime. They, used to, they said that about me when they searched my apartment. Right. There's smoke. There will be fire. No, there wasn't. There was just water. <laughs> a, year, a, a year and a half later, a year and a half later, the FBI and the Biden administration had, had to write a letter to the court saying there's no evidence, no probable cause of crime in anything that we searched. Yeah, they searched my whole apartment, my whole law office, and 20 years of my business life. And the same thing is true with these cases that are brought against me. They are they are political. I just assure the people who have trusted me I haven't done anything wrong and I haven't lied. 
and I've conducted – people say Rudy changed. Rudy didn't change. Democrats changed. Yep. Uh, Rudy is the same guy that went after the mafia, yep. went after Wall Street, put, put Nazis away. In, uh, you know, I don't know how many U.S. attorneys have actually prosecuted Nazis. I did. Went out of my way to do it. Uh, and won cases that nobody else could win and turned around a city nobody else could turn around. It's the same Rudy Giuliani, the same persistence. Uh, the same assertion, uh, belief that he's correct, and I have a society that has an illness called Trump derangement syndrome, including those on the bench. And then you have people like who are operatives for the Bidens. I, I do believe there's a chance that this lawyer in this case is an operative for the Biden. What's the, what's the chances that a guy represented Burisma, who now is with a multimillion-dollar law firm, is representing these women for nothing? And blowing maybe eight ten million dollars yep. for nothing, uh, <laughs> and it's not, and it's not connected to, uh, and he's a Democratic politician, and it's not connected to hobbling Rudy Giuliani, not the fact that he did anything wrong. Unlikely, to your point, you're right. You did nothing wrong. You're the same guy. The Democrat Party has gone in the dumper. And the media, don't forget, the media has also gone completely, completely sour. Neither one of those things are your fault, as far as I'm concerned. You are the same Rudy Giuliani, and uh, the old Rudy Giuliani and the new Rudy Giuliani are both great. I uh, love you to pieces. I really do, Rudy. Congratulations on uh, that little uh, those mentions on Saturday night. You'll get through this case yeah, in D.C. Too. I loved it. 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 Uh, he, you... seems to, he seems to have a lot of affection for you, too, just watching it. And I talk, he talks about you yeah. also when you, behind your back. He does. <laughs> That's good. All good. All good. All good. Good. That's great. I love you both. Rudy, thank you so much. This was great this morning. Thank you so much. There he is, everybody. The great Rudy Giuliani.